He's going, he's going for some pointers. Traitor. You see, Gershon, if, if your equipment would be working, we'd have Rav Gav now. You sneak in, sneak out before he hops you. So, like, uh, as well. Yeah, you want to go? Yeah, go. Cool, cool. Let's go. Let's see what you got. See, let's see, let's see. Well, you're on? Okay, good. You, want, you know what, Rav Gav, you did the good morning. Good work, Rav Boisai. You ready? Here we go. Are we on? Good work, Rav Let's go. Action. Good work, Rav Ah! Uh, yeah. <laughs> you never watched the sheer. Like you, you never watched. Watch yeah, okay. He writes for the Oremer guys. guys every week. All right. Hatzlocha Yishkoya. Lilu Nishmasi Mimarosi Rusbas Mordechai. You have any videos you want to show? Or. Not now. Okay. First email, Rabbi I want to get through all these emails tonight. I'm not kidding. All of them. If you don't mind, Gershon, a little bit lower on the volume. We'll teach the new guy. Tell him exactly what volume it is. Later. By Yossi Schloss. I'm reading this one first because I just met his son. His 19-year-old is here. And he said his father is coming soon. So we have to have around. I have just one thing to say besides the Gishmak and Ziska you bring to every single day's daf. I spoke at the scene of Yuma about the importance of Akkar Zatayim. I certainly have endless Akkar Zatayim to your belly. A good morning like yours is not possible to fake. It's real. A nice good morning changes our lives. You hear this with God? It's all in the good morning. These two words, good morning, is worth more than the rest of the shir. As it really injects me and the rest of us with a great day. I'll be coming to my brother Menachem in Bet Shemesh, Shabbos Chanukah. Make every effort to, make, to, to your live good morning. I absolutely love every single share. You've changed my life. Yossi Schloss. Yitzchok Isaac Friedman. Shalom Aleichem. After Medetsky's email, I send my own. My name is Yitzchok Friedman. I work as a paraprofessional at Yeshiva Darachi Torah. Working one-on-one with seventh graders. Please keep up the great work. And yes, MDY has made it to Darachi Koltov Yitzchok. Next. Raveli. Idan Moshkevitz. It's been a challenge to get guys here into it. I don't know where exactly. It's from the Rockies. Most are not yeshivish. So the style isn't exactly what they're used to. I've managed to get 10 guys on. Plus one has two sons learning. So including the Rosh Kailer, puts us to 13 learning the daf. Doesn't exactly say where he is from, no? I went through 15 years without a daily shear. The MDY has made... Learning out of town easy and learning in town for those who work and can make up their own hours even easier. I don't want to discourage anyone on a rat race, but don't realize how amazing living out of town is. Every day is a new opportunity. Or like Goyim. Suppose I've never seen Jews in person before. Said I was to Rabbanu Shalom, the Elamis, and here we get to explore the beauty of the local Rocky Mountains. The Gila is also amazing and realizes a community who exemplifies Kol Yisrael and Raven But it doesn't say where he's from. MDY team will make the magic happen between setting up the AV website. Okay, Idal Moshkevitz from the Rockies. Eliezer, good morning. During the beginning of today's share, it was mentioned that option for yeshiva and my own room in the works. 
He wants to know, will this be possible for overnight camps? Yes, if we get this uh, screen going, it'll be for camps too. Why not? Because the kids are concerned about falling off during camp. Yeshekoyach, continuous effort, Eliezer. Shalom Emert. My name is Rabbi Shalom Emert. I give my own cheer. WhatsApp group. You're being Mizak of the world. It's great schos. You should only have nachas. Oh, from Akiva. Okay. Uh, oh, so he says like this. You should only have nachas from him. Uh, making a siyum hashas on Bavli and Yerushalmi. I want to do the siyum with schos your son Akiva. I want to know if that's something that you'd let me do. Best regards, Shalom Emmert from Lakewood, New Jersey. Oh, and here, just a bunch of them. I'm not going to read the, 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 these emails, but these are all about Akiva. Mayor Rosenberg, Yishkoyach. And then we have here in the storm, Darke Hashem from Baruch F. Yaakov Meir Halperin from Amonti, Mordechai Ashkenazi's friend, Yishkoyach. And then we have Joel Mizrahi, long one, Yisrael Adler. He's very moved by a personal story. Just keep on going here. Henry Rosenblatt. Uh, he's a guy, he says he, he, in Kibbutz Lavi, he worked on the field, sowing and harvesting. Da, 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 da. Aaron Gartner. I live in LA. I heard you spying words. How can I contact your son? Can't. <laughs> LA Seliger. David Newman. I didn't stop thinking about your Akiva for the last 48 hours. Da, 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 da. You broke my heart from Oyev's farm in Lakewood. I'm sure the whole MDY's heart. I cried for half an hour. You know, I was thinking, da, 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 da. Chaim, the famous Chaim, he's a, he's a Machabra's farm. Okay, who else? And then from Boca Raton, Michael Shiner. Your energy is contagious. You ignited my daily learning. Thank you for all you're doing. Praying for your Akiva. And from Fivish. Here's a birthday present for you. A new Talmud. Rebleib Yosef Rifkin. Yishkai for the birthday present. Okay. A boy side. We can learn some Torah. Oh, but we do have to say a couple of sponsors. It's still early for Moses Shabbos. No? Shalom Aleichem. guys. What's your names? Joseph Sid. Joseph Sid? And you? From where? Hard enough. Come in, give us some seats. Here, we got some seats over here. Masech the Stein is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families. Rufur Shlema for Miriam Esther Bas Dvoiro. Chayish Kislev is sponsored by Yoyli, Lilin Shmuzdov Pinchas by Moshe, Lilin Shmuzdov Pinchas by Moshe, Lilin Pinchas by Moshe, Lilin Shmuzdov Pinchas by Moshe, Paras HaChoydish Reuven Klein for his mother, Nechama Bas Kolev. Also Paras HaChoydish by Hannah's brothers. Maybe you guys could pronounce these names. By Hannah Sabzidia and Crispin and Benazara families. And Shlomo Lazarev inspiring us to join MDY. Mordechai Sapasnik, Zechnishmas, Moishi Kleinbart. Habachar, Yisrael Moishi, Zechorin, Levachim, and Ravim Doiv, Neiria. May his Nishama have an Aliyah. Simcha Eshkevitz, for Shidduch, for Riel, Yaakov, Ben Yisrael. Yaakov and Malkus Lattice, Rufus Shlomo, for our son, Alti Yishayi, Ben Malkus Chayo. And Adam Daniel Plunko, happy birthday to Eli Stefanski. Shkoyach. So, Rabbi said today's Davches, we are holding on the bottom of Zion. It's Agadat Gemara's today. And we are holding by Omar Rebbe Ami. What is it? Two, four, six, eight, ten lines from the bottom. Ein Ag Shomim Ne'etzorim Elo Ba'avoyin Gezel. 
So if you remember, we had this, it's not important for now, but we had a bunch of different reasons why it doesn't rain. And we're at the final one, Gezel. Gezel, if you remember, Lashon Hara, Asus Panim, Bitotaira, not giving Trum some ice, Gezel. I messed, yeah, which one? Yeah, this is on an, Omadal. Yeah, that was for Dav Zion. You're right. Al Kapayim, the Gemara learns Kapayim means Gezel, Kisa'ar is going to cover the light, meaning the rain. How do we know that? Babayim Kapayim Kisa'ar. Ben Kapayim El Chomos means Gezel, Shenemar, Umena Chomos, Asher Bekapayim. Gezel that's in their hands. Vein Ar, Elamotar, Shenemar Yofet, Sananar. Usually we say Toira Ar. We just said Kinem Mitzvah Vitoira Ar, but over here it means. It's okay. You weren't here the other day. We sang it already. Don't sing the same song twice in a row. But it's our theme song, so you could actually yeah, sing it. Yeah. Fine. Gershon, do you have that the, the video with the, uh, the no? You want to play it? Gishmak to do that one because it wants a Shabbos. What if there's no rain? You should daven. Daveni. Shinemar. Vayitzav oleho bamavgia. Vayipgia elot filo. Bump into to reach out to is tefillah. Shenema vato. Hey, out is pal biad omaze val tivgabi. Tivga losh pegio. Pegio means tefillah. We're going to see even more of that soon. Vomer rebam. Maidechsiv imkeo habarzel vuhuloi ponim kilkal. So the Gemara now is going to bring us three pshatim. Interesting. Rebami says a pasuk. We just said it before. Rebami also. Rebami again is going to bring a pasuk. And, and he says it's about rain. And the Gemara says, well, it could also mean X, Y, Z. Two more pshatim. If the metal is dull. So the first pshat is, if you see a sky, which is dull, like metal, it doesn't want to give any rain. You should know, it's because of the generation, it's their fault, it's the people's fault. So what do you do? No rain. You have to daven. The chayolim is a plural lashon. So it means you should have a tilas rabim. It's not you individually in your home. You get together. And even more than that, if you did the best way is just make sure you're on the right path and then you could prevent it. Why wait for the problem and then go ahead and die? just prevent it. Be good and there'll, there'll, there'll be rain. So he's taking the same pasuk. I don't care. Either one. What's the Shabbos? There's no say there. What's the Shabbos? Go. Here. Video. The, the singing one. The Oilung has, has to sing. What's the Shabbos? It's the first one. Okay. You just play it while I'm learning. We'll, we'll stop. Oh, no. That's not good. <laughs> Yeah. 
What, you got more? All right, put it on. Why not? It's Moshe Shabbos. Another 10 seconds. A bit of tired. Look at Diddy. Good morning, Rabbi Zai. Good job. In here, next. You ruined it. Machine broke. Here we go. If we had, if we had, if we, right, but if we had the right guy up there, it wouldn't break. The guy that worked there broke it. Oh, he's coming down. There he goes. He's coming down. Okay, just leave it on the right thing. We'll be okay. Oh, the whole thing is broken? So what are we doing? We're not, one minute, we're not. There's no shear. How did it break? So it's not recording now at all. Hey, let's look. Let's look at let's look at YouTube. Somebody turn on the YouTube. See if it's working. What broke it? My my grandson's video or the guy singing? So restarted. I told you, listen, even if we get a new guy, not in the middle of sheer, give us a few days' notice. Only in the Y. It's always like this, by the way, every day. <laughs> it's just like this. Who started the song? That was you? You got to take it down one key. We're on? Okay, don't touch any buttons. Yeah, I'm listening. No. Yeah. <laughs> so turn off the turn off the speakers. We don't need speakers. And w- w- which camera is recording? The main one? 
Okay. Yeah, I think we should just learn and forget. A... YouTube is not hearing anything. He says he doesn't hear on YouTube. Okay, let's go. You know what the problem is? I'll tell you what the problem is. I came early. I'm on the shabbos. I shouldn't have done it. It was my fault. If I come in the normal time, everything runs. I ruined it. I ruined it. Okay, let's go. Okay. You guys ready? Here we go. Let me know if it goes down again. It's very important. If you see somebody that is learning doesn't go very well, he has too many kashas, he has too many steers, everything he's learning is a problem. He learns a new Mishnah, he says, well, there's a contradiction to another Mishnah I learned. It's because he didn't learn the Mishnahs properly. He doesn't remember. Ponim over here is the lotion of Lifnei. Like before, everything's mixed up. You should sit down with other Talmidim and go over. And you want to be even, you want to be certainly if he comes prepared, his Mishnahis are in the right order and he knows what he's talking about. He's not going to have all these questions. This is where it comes from. Everything he learned, every mission he learned, he would chazer over 40 times. Has anybody ever learned something 40 times? Anybody? You have. Very few people learn things 40 times. It's almost impossible. It takes a tremendous, tremendous amount. I almost did it from Mesechus of Zara. Yeah. But it's, 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 we're almost there. It, it's not, it's very, very difficult. You go over and over and it becomes harder and harder. It's, it's like Tarelishma. So over here the Gemara says, why 40 times? Because Moshe Rabbeinu learned it 40 times every day. He learned it one time and he had 40 days. So we, we should do that as well. There's many stories. The, the Chazanish once had a, had a Mishnah or something that was very, very difficult for him. He sat there and he repeated it over and over 40 times. The Gemara talks about 101 times, which is really impossible. But doable. So Rishlakish, and we're going to see, I mean, the famous relationship between Rishlakish and Rabbi Yochanan, and there's a tragic ending to that relationship, as we're going to see, uh, I think, tomorrow. But Rishlakish repeated, he was more of the Talmud, he came after Rabbi Yochanan, and he came, he repeated it 40 times, and came to Rabbi Yochanan. Ravada Barabba Masada Masisa Nesavarabazim. did 24 times. Why? Kenegat Torah, Nevi Muksun. Once he knew it, he would come to Rava. This is a little bit more difficult to understand. Before we said 40 times because of Moshe Rabbeinu, he probably learned it 40 times. Over here we're saying, because we have four, 24 Svarim, what's the connection to Chazara? Okay, some sort of simon. Rava Omar, Imra'isa Talmud Shilimudi Kosha. And this is the third Pshat in the Pasuk. Imra'isa Talmud Shilimudi Kosha of Kabarzal. If you see somebody that's having a difficult time learning, it's because he's having a difficult time with his Rebbe. So when I start off, I thought, oh, you see, these are all these guys that have a hard time with Gemara, and they, they, they closed the Gemara for 20 years until they found MDY because they had a bad Rebbe experience, da, da, da. But this is not what the Gemara is really saying. The Gemara is saying it's slightly different. What should you do? Send your friends to the Rebbe. It's not the Rebbe's problem. It's your problem. It's the way you interacted with him. So you need to send him some friends. Calm him down, then you'll have a better relationship with the Rebbe. 
and everything will be okay. And if you were a good student, then you wouldn't have had the problem to begin with. Once again, if the snake bit without a snake charmer there. Now, in the Koilo, and those of you who have been here for a while, you know about Eliyahu Jacobs in the Koilo. He's the guy that found a, a packet of money on Purim, and he looked all over on Purim who lost the money, and then it turns out that I gave him money as a, a bonus for the Koilo. On Purim, he says, I want to guess what it is. I don't remember the number. He guessed a very odd number. It wasn't like 5,000. It was 4,682. And it was the exact number that he guessed. That's what was in the envelope. You don't remember the Maisa? And I asked him, how did that happen? What are you, are you a Menachem? He says, no. I found an envelope with 4,000. I gave it back. And I know, I knew that I'm going to get that as a, as a gift. And that's, so Eliyahu Jacobs told me that a week ago, Shabbos, his daughter, who's 18 years old, was bit by, you're not going to believe this, a Palestinian viper. It's the most dangerous snake in Eretz Yisrael. And they brought her to the hospital. They gave her the anti-venom. That the, the anti-stuff is very, very bad stuff. And she was in the hospital for almost three days. Where was it? Here in Bet Like in the, in the mountains, on Chavez. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a whole story. The snake was about to attack a cat. She tried to protect the cat. She, <laughs> it was a bad, bad idea. Oops. Yeah. But uh, so, Rafur Shleim to his daughter. I forgot her name, but he, told, he just told me the Maisa. And you know what's crazy? That he was at the Siyum, Matzi Shabbos. So I thought, you're crazier than me. Me, my daughter was unconscious, and I came to the Shir. I'm a Maggie Chief to come and whatever. Your daughter just got bit by a snake, by, uh, by the Palestinian viper, and you come to the Siyum, whatever. Okay. There's a in the world. Fighter. Now, in a good way. Fetaira. Says the Gemara, Ben Yisrael Nabal Aloshan. So, what does this mean, this passage? Nechoshes, copper, the Gemara is learning, Nechosh Nechoshes. Nechash Nechoshes. Play on words. If the sky is not producing rain, why is it? Because we don't have people that know how to daven. They're not davening. That's They should go to a davener. Let his friend speak for him, daven for him. Somebody knows how to daven and doesn't daven. What good is it? There's a Rosh Hashiva, a famous story. They told this Rosh Hashiva, you know that guy? He's a tremendous lamdan. So he said, it's the same thing as telling me, you know that guy, because he knows how to steal, he's a ganav, but he doesn't steal. This guy knows how to learn, he never learns. What good is it? If a guy knows how to daven and doesn't daven, he's not a davener. The guy knows how to learn and doesn't use his, his abilities and learn, he's not a learner. You tried it out. You're davening and it's not working. Here's the insight. You go to tzaddik. Let the tzaddik daven for you. As we said before, So you see that filo rino tifga is within the same category. Let's say you daven for somebody. You daven for somebody and it worked. 
So what's the first thing that I would do? <laughs> you heard about my tefillah. It's unbelievable. I died for the guy, I healed him. No, that's not the way it works. If you do that, maybe af you bring a cast to the world. Shenemar, mikne af al oile. And Salashim Mikna is a Lashim Mikana. You put an Aleph instead of a Hey. It's a Lashim of Kas. So we have to say the famous mice of the Chavetz Chaim here. The Chavetz Chaim, a guy came to him and he had, he had cancer. He had Yenamachla. And in those days, they didn't know what it was at all. Somebody had it, it was, a, it was a death sentence. So he came to the Chavetz Chaim and the Chavetz Chaim told him, what you should do is, there's a, a rabbi in a small village. Go get a bracha from him, but on one condition. I'm telling you where, where he lives. The condition, you never tell anybody the secret. Okay. He's Mikhail the secret. He went to the rabbi in the small village, and sure enough, he was healed. So, I don't know how many years went by, 20 years went by, and all of a sudden, this guy's sister-in-law gets the machla. So they come to this guy and say, listen, uh, you know, you had the machla and you were healed. What happened? He says, I can't tell anybody. No, 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 what happened? You have to tell us. What do you, you can't tell me? From sugar. His wife started making him crazy. You can't tell. She's dying. You have to tell. I can't. Finally said, uh, there's a rabbi in a small village, but don't tell anybody. It's just for her. Yeah, just for her. So they go, and immediately, he becomes sick again with cancer, with the, with the machla. So he goes running to the Chavetz Chaim. He says, Rebbe, Rebbe, I'm sick again. Chavetz Chaim says, listen, and it's an unbelievable story. He says, when you came to me then, I fasted for you 40 days straight. 40 days I fasted for you. I'm too old now. I can't do it anymore. So the guileless of the story is that the Chavetz Chaim fasted for somebody that he didn't know for 40 days. Not only that, he gave another person credit. He gave the rabbi in another village credit. He said, it's him. And don't tell anybody. It's unbelievable. And if the guy didn't get taken, nobody would ever know the story. This is what it says here. If you dive for somebody and it works, you don't go tell them. They go, oh, I healed the guy. You heard the guy, you know, I healed him. No, you don't say anything. If you do, you ruin it. You bring a cast like a Baruch Rav Omar, If two Tamid Chachamim, two Rabbanim sitting in one city and they don't discuss halacha with each other, they have problems with each other. They bring up the charoin af of Hashem, the cast, shenemar, miknaf al oila, the same, the same pasuk, it brings a cast. Omer shlokish, my dechsiv, im yishoch, yishoch hanochash, belay lochash, I guess it's one of those tongue twisters, try to say it quickly. Im yishoch hanochash, belay lochash, vein yishoch lebala loshe. Lose lavoi, miskapsi suboiz kalachayis, is al nochash vaymrimloi. They come together, they gather all the animals, and they come to the nochash. Ari doiris vaychal. The lion kills on the spot and eats. Za'ev Torah Vaychal Rashi points out. Those of us, the safari goers, we know. The lion kills its prey and has no fear. Eats right there. Who's going to take it away from a few hyenas are waiting on the side? They'll destroy the hyena. A leopard, on the other hand, kills and immediately runs up a tree. Over here, we're not talking about leopards. We're talking about Za'ev, but the same idea. Za'ev Torah Vaychal. Rashi's just standing. Talking about the point, why does it use two Lashonas? Doiris and Toiref. Doiris means right there and then, someone will learn that he eats it while it's alive. Okay. Zev Toiref. He kills, but that's not the point of the Gemara. Why do you kill human beings? What do you have? Shom Aleichem. 
What do you have from a human being? Why do you just bite a human being like, like Eliyahu's daughter and move on? What, what do you gain from that? <laughs> and what about the guys that talk Lashon Hara? What do they gain? They also kill other people. They're killing, they're killing different... What's the point? So this is a, a, a Musr from the Baal Nachash, the Nachash himself, to the Baal Lashon Hara. In those days, they used to dive in like this, with their hands like this. Now it's brought down that we, we really shouldn't. I guess there's some people that do dive in like this because the Zayar says that if, you, if you don't, you're not mechaven properly, and it's, it's bad. We don't know how to be mechaven, so most of us don't dive in. I think there's some Hasidim that do dive in like this. They want to be in the, they push themselves to be in that level of kavanah, whatever it is. The point is, if you're sincere in your tefillah, it doesn't really, it just means you daven, mesim nafshe bekapot. You have kavana in what you're saying. Then your tefillah is heard. Shenem arniso levaveinu el kapoim. Eini voigim Shmuel amor ali dvidorash. Shmuel had the, the translator and he, and he said, Vayifatu befiyem ulvashonim ichaz veloi. Their mouth is not talking the truth. Velibam loinochanimoi. Basically describing a lot of us in our tefillah today. We're saying words we have no idea what we're saying. Our heart is not in it. We're daydreaming about different vacations and things and the chinuch and the whole thing, parnasa. We're not there. What's the next pasuk? Hashem will forgive us. We didn't say anything. We stopped said words. Blah, 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 blah. We're not even saying the words. If we are saying, we're not, we don't know what we're saying. We're not thinking. We're not mechaven. Listen to this. Just for this, it was worth it. Yes. If you sit there in a, in a, in a tzibur, there's 10 people davening, and you have no idea what you're saying, Hashem still listens to your words. Unbelievable. A yachid has no idea what he's saying, so he gets, Hashem will listen to his blah, 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 blah. Okay. It's nothing. So this is the Maila of davening betzibur. It's a big thing. I don't know if people remember this Gemara. It's a big, it's a big Gemara to remember. Tzibur, even if you don't have kavana and you're not saying the words and you're saying sheker, So pay attention here because the Gemara is going to do a switcheroo on us in a second. Over here, Bale Amona means people that in business, and I got this from Rashi, people in business are truthful. They're, they're serious people, they don't lie in business. Okay? People that are Ehrlich in business, that's why it rains. And rain is the sustenance of all humanity and the world. MS, you have to be MS. And therefore, you're going to get the rain, Mishomayim. Now, Baleyamona means something else. I'm just pointing this out because if you're just reading it, you might, it might fly over your head. This Baleyamona, people are dealing with MS in business. And now, Baleyamona means people that believe in Hashem, they have Bitoch in Hashem. The what? Here's the story of Oisa. Rashi brings the story. If you want to see it inside, you can see it inside. 
This is a weasel. This is a bar. Tysus brings the story a little bit better than Rashi. He brings the beginning and the end of the story a little better. There was a woman that fell into a pit. Comes a guy and tells the woman, I'll take you out of the pit on one condition, that you marry me. So she said, fine, I'll marry you, but on condition that you don't marry anybody else. He says, okay, I swear to you, I won't marry anybody else. So he takes her out of the pit and marries somebody else. But before he, took, before he married somebody else, he swore to her, he said, but there's no Adam here. He says, these are the Adam, these two, the weasel and the pit are the witnesses. I swear, I'm not going to marry anybody else. You're not going to cheat on me? Fine. Givaldi. And then he goes and he has, he marries somebody else and has two children. The first child he has gets bit by a weasel and dies. The second child he has falls in the pit and dies. So his wife comes and says, could you explain to me why did our two children die unnaturally? It's not a normal thing. So he told her the whole story. So she told him, divorce me right now, marry that woman. That's the story. Says the Gemara, If your witnesses are a weasel and a pit, inanimate, abject, you can't, you can't talk to a pit, he doesn't see anything, yet the pit comes back to bite you, kills your child. So if a person says, I'm doing this deal with Hashem's help, he sticks Hashem's name in there, or whatever his lashon is, he, he trusts Hashem in his deal. He makes a deal with someone. He says, Hashem is our witness. He, he becomes Meshulach. There's different stories. The Chazanish, for instance. He married a woman. He found out later that maybe she wasn't 100%. People that know the Chazanish, they don't like to talk about it, but he never had children with her. And she, he used to literally have to jump out of the window to speak to people. She wouldn't let anybody come in. It was a whole, it was a terrible situation. But because he got engaged to her, he didn't want to break her heart. He didn't want to do this. The same thing I just heard literally the other day about the basic stroll. I don't know, maybe Rabbi, Rabbi Adler would tell me. The Regeh Rebbe from, that was in the concentration camps, he lost his wife, his children. Is that the basic stroll? He came to Eretz Yisrael. Who was it? Which one? He came and he got engaged to a woman and he found out during the engagement that she can never have children. And he knew, you know. Who is it? Your girl. So uh, this is the mice I just heard. Mamish on Friday or the day before. Okay. Om Rabbi Yechonon. Kolam matzdik es atzmoi milamato matzdik in olav adin milamato. Rabbi said this gemara we need to tune into to understand. It's a little bit difficult for the average person to understand. You figured it out? You got it to work. Okay, beautiful. No, because as soon as I, we were talking about getting another guy, so he did this something, he broke it, he said, okay, now get somebody. Let's see you use this machine. <laughs> okay, Givaldi. Gary, you're the best. Listen to this. It's, in the beginning, it's going to disturb some people, but when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. If a person becomes a tzaddik, he starts working on himself, and he becomes a great guy. So says the Gemara, the, in Shemaim, they're going to treat him like a tzaddik. And when you're a tzaddik, they're treating you kechut Everything makes a difference and they start punishing you on everything. So one is going to say to himself, it's not fair. I became a tzaddik and you're, this is what you're doing to me? You're going to start punishing me? And this machla and this thing and that thing? So Rashi says, 
the opposite. If you think about it, this world is a joke compared to a patch down here is nothing compared to a patch up there. Imagine in a smack up there. Over there it's real. It feels real. It is real. So they take care of all your business here. And the Gemara also says, you stick your hand in to get a, a dollar and out comes a five dollar bill. That's also a kapar. So everything's a kapar in this world. Because you're a tzaddik, they'll make sure that when you get up there, everything is pure and you get the perfect ganeidin. So don't have a tain on the Gemara. You have to think about it and you'll understand it. in Oilam Abba, everything will be good with the Yisurim they have in this world. Maybe If you're happy with the Yisurim that come to you, how can you be happy? How is it possible to be happy with the Yisurim? When you understand the point of the Yisurim, you understand how good the Yisurim are for you and how the Mizakich in the then you can be happy. And when you're happy, maybe Yeshua Loilam. With these Yisurim, you have Oilam above and Yivashaya. Or, the, uh, no, over here it's maybe Yeshua Oilam. The Yeshua will come to this world. Omer Shlokish. Maidr Siva Otsar Sashamayim, Bishosha Shamayim, Nitzar Meloyal, Italian mother. Doime li Ishoshim Chabelas, Veino Yeledas. It's like a woman who's pregnant and, and she's in labor and she cannot give birth. Now, I, I, when I read this, I understood finally there was a, there was a Lashen that went, nobody, this is only for like yeshiva guy joke. It's not even a joke. You remember this? There was, a, there was a terrorist that was dressed up, a woman dressed up as a pregnant terrorist. And they caught her. I don't know if you remember. They got her before she was able to explode herself. So I remember they were saying this Lashen. I didn't know where it's from. Now I know. She's a terrorist that doesn't give birth. Okay, fine. Now we turn to Davches on Bays. Sponsored by Adam Vales in memory of his mother Gail Rathner and Abigail Bat Pesach Bechava Rivko, and sponsored anonymously as a schus for Shiduchim for my siblings and myself. Amen. Okay, so we're going back and forth between a woman and, and rain. By a woman it says Otsar. And by rain it says Atsira. Of course, a woman gives birth. It says the word Leda as we had the other day. Okay, so we know she gives birth. It says by rain. We say by the Aftar and every Tainus. We sang it the other day. This goes according to the man the Omar that the rain comes from Shemaim, not from clouds. We'll see later a machlegas. There's a, a place that the, the rain comes from. It's talking about rain. The rain is going to come. Im is the lotion of a stick. 
im le arzoi im le chetzer if HaKoshboru gives us rain like a stick, in other words, he's not happy with us and it comes down like a marble, and then we do tshuva. So what's going to happen? But Lemaisi said, I'm going to give it to you as, a, as I'm going to give you, you know, X amount of inches per hour. It's no good. It's a, it's a hurricane. So he puts it in the harming voice. If it's nice and calm, rain, and you did tshuva, come to Yisrael, where it belongs in the fields and in the vineyards. In the Shevet or another Pshat. In the Shevet, Lilonois will go to the trees, the higher. We said strong rain is good for trees, soft rain for the fruit. In the Artsoi, Lizroin. In the Chetzi Yamtzieyo, Boyer Shichum Arois. We need to fill up those cisterns, we need to fill up those Boyerois with water. Okay, so go there. Bimei Rabbi Shmuel Ben Achmeni says Gemara, a famous story. In the days of Rabbi Shmuel Ben Achmeni, our Kafnu Mesana, this story actually changed the way I daven for many, many years. And I might have to change back after I looked into different things. I found in the Mishabura something interesting. But because of this story, it stuck in my head. And I changed the way I daven. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Maybe you'll come up with a similar thing. It says like this. There was famine and a plague. People were dying left and right. But there's also no food. We have a dilemma. To daven for both, you cannot daven for two things, says the Gemara. That's what I got in my head. You can't daven for two things. For many, many years, I daven basically for one thing. That's me, personally. Now I know that you could and everybody does. I felt from this Gemara that it's a stronger davening. You focus on one thing, daven for one thing. So let's daven that people shouldn't die. More people, says the Marshal, are dying than from, from, the, uh, fa- from the plague. So let's worry about the plague first. V'chafna nizbol. And we'll somehow have to make it through this famine. No, what we should do is daven. You're right, we can only daven on one. And we are going to daven on one. Let's daven on the famine. That there should be food. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us food, why does He give us food? So we should live. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a desire that we should be alive and well, so it goes hand in hand. If He's going to give us food, then we're not going to die. And how do you know they don't die for two things? Let's Fast, and we'll ask for that thing. We're only going to ask on that thing, not on the other thing. <laughs> so, I want to tell you a story. All the way, you drove in. There was, there's a guy in Chicago, I forgot his first name, maybe Abi remembers, Mr. Zimmerman. And he, he, he was my son's um, coach, what is what's the word? Not a the guy that uh, loves you. What's it called? The guy that throws the ball, baseball. The uh, no, no. What's it called? Like Robbie Freeman is on Friday. What is he? Um, whatever. Coach. He, he used to help out in the games in baseball. Gets he has a kipas ruga. He's he's a nice guy. Very very nice guy. And every every game he was in charge of all the games. So one day I mustered up some courage and I went over to him and I said, Mr. Zimmerman, I have a question. 
I noticed that one of your sons is a Rav in a Shul, the other one is a Rosh the other guy is a Rav in this, the other guy is a Rosh Shiva somewhere else. How are you Zaycha to these, to, to, to these four children like that? He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't even think for a second. He says, when I daven, I only daven for one thing, that my kid should be Tamid Chachamim. You have what I'm saying here. The guy, you looked at him, and you, his sons and him did not look from the same mishpacha. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? That was unbelievable. And I said, oh, I told him, I also only down for one thing, but whatever. Okay, fine. <laughs> Different day. Shine. But I did find today in the Kavachayim, Kavachayim says that this idea of davening for one thing is only when it comes to the tzibur. And then somebody else, I forgot who it is, some uh, sukkah or something, says that it's only when it's interesting things, like in this Gemara, like a plague and a, and a famine. But when you daven, regular things, uh, my, my kids should be tamil chachamim, and parnos, you could daven more than one thing. Whoever wants to, could go, huh? carry on davening like you always daven. All right. Talking about my, my, my tzaddikim, my daven is working. Look at this. I have one kid up there and one kid over there. And again, I'm going to tell you again, I did not, Ask them one time to come to church, all on their own. So we're going to ask Kishbarch on this this uh, secret. by this by Daniel. They daven for one thing. One out, of the, one out of the many things that they had to daven. So you see this idea of davening for one thing. Bimei Rebbe Zeria, Gozuk different girses here. One, one girse is that there's a shmad and the, the censor took it out. There's gzeira to be nishmad, to go off the derech. But they also said, they knew that Klai Yisrael, if they daven, they're going to, if they're going to have a tainus and daven, the Xeri is going to go away. So they also told him, don't, don't make a tainus. They were scared of the tainus. Another shot is that there was a bad, something bad was going on. And the Goyim knew that if the Yidin daven, then the Yeshua is going to come through the Yidin. And they didn't want that either, says Rashi. Says the Gemara, they'd rather be in pain than to give credit to the Jews. Oler of Zero, listen to this. Nekavli Levon. You're right. Right now we can't fast. The cops are everywhere. We're going to get into trouble. So what do we do? In our minds, we're going to take upon ourselves that we're going to fast when? When they go and forget about it. Next month. And when the Xero goes away because of this fast that we're accepting upon ourselves that we never fasted, then we're going to fast afterwards. And how do you know that that's actually going to work? It happened in your heart. Where did the fast happen in your heart? Hashem listens and accepts the fast as if it happened. If it's a year that has famine, like in the time of Eliyahu what do we want more than anything? Rain, rain, rain. When does the rain come? Friday afternoon. What happens Friday afternoon? People are running around to the Merkaz, coming, going to the marketplace. If it rains on Friday afternoon, it's a terrible thing. 
But you're waiting for the rain. You can't wait for the rain. You're dying for the rain. It rains? No. It came at the wrong time. Come back another time. It's, it's terrible when it rains like the day of Dinkairis. If not for humanity needs it, I would dive and that should never come back. Sun, heat on Shabbos is good for the Aniyim. During the week they work, they have body heat, but on Shabbos where they're resting, they need some external heat. Shemesh is great for them. If you have money in your pocket, you have a bracha when it rains. Rain is a simon bracha. Everything becomes more whatever that means. In a bracha only happens to something that nobody knows about. That you don't see. There's a beautiful tesis here. I'll tell you the story. Tesis brings the Gemara Kulun Dafkofei. This is story time. It's Matzah Shabbos. I thought it was a Gavalika story. Guy had a barrel of wine and he was in Rosh Hashanah. He put it down. He put it down, comes the shade, breaks the barrel. So they take the shade to Dintaira. To Marbar Ravashi, Dintaira. Marbar says, tells the shade, why did you break the barrel? He says, what do you mean why did I break the barrel? They put the barrel on my ear. It hurt. I couldn't get it off my ear. It was stuck. So I gave it a zetz, and now that it broke, now, I could, now my ear doesn't hurt anymore. He says, where was this? It was over here in the middle of says, what are you, why are you laying down in the middle of Of course they put a barrel on your ear. You shouldn't be there. You have to pay. They made it a time that the shade, the shade, a demon, has to come back and pay. So, of course, as shade them do, they lie a little bit. Time comes and goes, he's not there. Then he shows up. So she says, where were you? I told you to be here at a certain time. He says, oh, I couldn't make money. It's not as easy as you think because all the money that is counted and when you count it and you put it there, I can't take from there. So I couldn't find any money that wasn't counted. So as Taisves, you see from here, the counted money is good. Uncounted is no good. I had to find money that was uncounted. Says Taisves, it's a very bad cash, says Taisves. What happens is, if you have uncounted money, then you're going to have a bracha somehow, bills slip in there. Yes, the shade could take from that pile. But guess what? There's a net gain at the end of the day. He'll take from the pile, but you'll have more than you had in the pile beforehand. That's what the Gemara means. If you don't know what's in the pile, you have a bracha in that pile. Yes, the shade could take. That's the only pile that the shade could take, but also you're going to have a bracha in that pile. As I said, I thought it was a Gemara. When I'm reading the Taisas, I remember the Gemara Kula, his ear, the barrel stuck on the shade's ear. The invisible shade's ear, the barrel stuck, he couldn't move his ear. Unbelievable. Okay, Zark the Gemara. The bracha happens in something that you don't, you, you don't see. You want to start measuring your, your wheat. Give us a bracha. Once he starts measuring, Oimer. Mother of 
What if he measured and then he said a bracha? I raised it shav. You can't daven that this amount of wheat that you have should increase. It's not going to increase. You already know what it is. Tefillah shav. It's a tefillah in vain. You said Hashem's name in vain. You can't have more bracha than something that you already weighed. It doesn't make any sense. You weighed it. It was a pound. It can't be a pound and a half tomorrow. It doesn't make sense. Not something that you measured. And something that you counted. Something you don't know about. These are different things that Rabbi Yochanan said. The day of rain. Again, these are things we don't understand. First of all, we don't appreciate because we don't appreciate rain. But in those days, we're everything once again. We have the Chazer. Everything was the rain, rain, rain. You live in Eretz Yisrael, it didn't rain the whole summer. Now we're waiting for something to come out of the ground. We're starving. There's nothing to eat. So the day of the rain is like the day when Akash is going to gather all the Jews from all over the world. Shanemar. Shuvah Hashem Eshviseinu. Hashem is going to come back and take us out of Golos. Ka'afikim ba'negev. Like the Afikim ba'negev. E'en Afikim elomotar. Shanemar v'yiro Afikim you can't fight. You can't do certain things. I, I, I think in America there's less crime when it rains. You know, these, uh, people don't get out on the street. It's not a good time to be out, outside. So the armies go, go, go to sleep. They go home. When a person gets up in shul, and he, like, like my famous my son, I'll say it over for the new guys, in Lincolnwood, the guy went around for the tzedakah and he went around, he says, Dr. Freeman, $5,000 for, what is it called? The Chicago Chesed Fund? And then he went to, to this guy in Shul, the guy, the famous guy in Shul, who's Mr. Anonymous, and that's why I love Anonymous. He's the guy, this guy, every single time the pushka comes around, he puts $20 in the pushka, but he does this. That nobody should see. But everybody knows it's him. Like we've been in the show for 20 years and it's the same thing, same time. It goes like this. Okay, anonymous puts in $20. They come to him and the guy leans down. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, anonymous, $5,000. So I scream out from the back, anonymous, $500. It's like everybody's doing $5,000. I was the schnorr of the show. But I scream out about myself that anonymously giving $500. From that day on, we don't do anonymous here in the share anymore. But if you scream out, anonymous $500 or anonymous $5,000, you have to give. And if you don't give it, it's bad news. That's why it doesn't rain. Now Rashi points out that it has nothing to do with Rabbim. It's just that was how it was and there was a minigailam. But if you promise yourself, you're at home and nobody's listening and nobody hears you. You say, I will give $100 to Zaka. And you don't give, it has the same effect. Some say, I think the Marsha wants to say that it's because the Aniyim are so excited about the $5,000 that this guy donated, that's why it's so bad. And if you do it at home, it's not as bad. But Rashi doesn't say that. Let's just finish one line here. Rabbi Boys have a wonderful week tomorrow at 7.15.